Well, hey, y'all. Welcome to the Crystal Crawford Show. I'm your host, Crystal Crawford. I'm in Mexico. I'm in a beautiful hotel room on the floor. Because yours truly forgot her tripod. Now, that may not sound like a dramatic miss to you, but I use my tripod more than almost any piece of furniture in my house, and I totally forgot to bring my tripod with me, so I'm on the floor. So welcome to my room. Hi. Ah, I love you guys so much. And um, today I called the show The Secret Secrets, Very Secret Secrets to Actualizing Anything. Hi, Nikki. Hi, Aurelia. Hi, you guys. You guys are coming on too fast for me to say hi. How's it get better than that? Hi, Bobby John. Hi, Tina. So um, welcome to Mexico. And, you know, one of these days, like maybe tomorrow, I'll actually get outside and show you the outside of the outside, because there is an outside to Mexico. Hi, Adele. Hi, Wes. <laughs> um, but I want to, let's just, let's just dive in, right? Like, let's dive in. What The secret secrets to actualizing anything. So I just did a two and a half day class here in Mexico called Actualization, and it was amazing. And it will be traveling the world. It already has locations in Lyon, France. We're going to be in... Um, Ljubljana, Slovenia. We're going to India. And um, if you like creating classes in your part of the world, contact me and, um, and then we'll talk. So, so actualization is a conversation of basically like how, and I'm going to put how in air quotes, how do you get things to show up? Exactly. Secrets. Woo. And the, I mean, of course we all know there's no secret, but how many times do you go through your life or try to make, I'm going to try to make things work and feel like, yes, I'm going to be in Ljubljana. Yes, I am. And you guys, I'm going to start sending out um, a bi-weekly newsletter, bi-monthly, sorry, of everywhere I'm going to be in the world so that you guys that are following me from all over, if you want to come to a live class, you are invited. Also, one more thing, and then I will actually talk about what I came here to talk about. If you haven't yet joined my group, The Awareness Challenge, it's free and it's fucking amazing. And if you go to theawarenesschallenge.com, you can download um, a whole little kit of a, of a clearing that I borrowed from Gary Douglas that is creating so much change for everybody that's using it. And I keep bringing this clearing up because it's, it's an actualization conversation. And it goes like this. It goes, what would it take for me to be willing to live the energy of what I'd like my life to be so that it can show up for me in totality? And everything that doesn't allow it and all the thoughts, feelings, emotions, and no sex I'm using to absolutely refuse and reject my life and the uh, energy I would like my life to be, I destroy and uncreate it all. And so the challenge is to do this 30 times a day for 30 days. And the people that have actually chosen it are seeing intense amounts of change. But that's the conversation of actualization. You can't receive anything you can't be. Hi, Marta. Hi, Martha. Hi, Pauline. You can't receive anything you can't be. So, yeah, that clearing works. Yes, Julia, thank you. Um, so I, asked, I always ask you guys every week if you have questions. So every week you're invited to send me your questions about whatever topic I pick. Well, really anything. And I'll talk about them. And I wanted to start today with... Um, with, I just want to dive into these because these will actually give us a place where we can go. And this is stuff that all of you guys are looking at in one way or another. Hi, Bronwyn. So uh, Lila wrote in and she goes, I'm, she goes like this, I'm trying to actualize freedom, total control over my calendar, and sustainable income. It seems that I believe a J-O-B is the only way for sustainable income, which we both know isn't true. Hi, Carolyn. Hi, Beata. Okay, so here's... Oh, 
there's another class that I'm starting in two weeks and I've done before called Becoming a Great Facilitator of Yourself. And what I've discovered is that in the actualization of a totally different life, which I am always in the creation of, hi Lillian, hi Cynthia, I have to be willing to be a really great facilitator of myself. And so what do I mean by that? So everything that you desire to have is like a golf ball and it sits on a golf tee and you choose it and you'd like to have it and it's sitting here on the top of the tee. And then what we do is we doubt and we worry and we judge and we conclude and we decide how it should show up, that it isn't showing up, why we can't do it. And then we realize we're being dumb and then we put it back up again on the golf tee and then we doubt and then we judge and then we worry and then we stress, right? So go to theawarenesschallenge.com, you guys, if you want that clearing, theawarenesschallenge.com. You can get it there. Um, so no wonder things can't show up. And so one of the things about in, um, creating and actualizing things in your world is to begin to be really present with you and begin to be really present with where you're functioning from. And how do you, like, how do you know where you're functioning from? You hear things. So this is a great example of things that you should be listening for that you say to yourself all the time that create the reality that you're having. And one of them is, I'm trying. To try is to not do. That's it, I mean, just try to stand up. Do it, try. Come on, try to stand up, let me see it, right? <laughs> like, you, you, of course you can't. You either stand up or you don't stand up. It's a Yoda, Yoda was right. To do or don't do, there is no try, right? So trying to actualize time freedom means a bunch of different things. It means you've got a bunch of underlying points of view that you're not looking at. Um, it also means you're not choosing, there's no choice in try. It's financial time freedom sounds like a good idea and so I'm trying to move towards it sort of, but I don't really know what that even means to me, right? And I'm not giving Lila a hard time because like, dudes, I get it. <laughs> But trying to actualize something will never actualize something. The choice to have something will actualize it. And so, thing number one. Thing number two is time freedom for Lila, and maybe for some of you guys, means something to her. And one of the things I've discovered I have to do with things that aren't showing up is I have to sort of break them apart and go, well, what does time freedom mean to me? What have I decided that means? And have I decided that there's a particular path and delineation to getting to that freedom. Have I decided something? And, and that's as easy as going, have I decided something, yes or no? It's, I would guarantee 9.5 times out of 10, it's a yes, right? Okay, so what does time freedom mean to me? And am I also underneath that saying already that I have no freedom? Is that true? Is it true that I have no time freedom or is what tr is, is what's true that I'm choosing exactly what I'm choosing because I'm choosing it and how does it get better than that, <laughs> right? So, so this is crazy because this is actually how we kill the things we think we're asking for is we're, we're functioning from somewhere underneath here different than what it is we say we want. And so, so you're looking for clues about where you're actually functioning from because when you change where you're functioning from and you change the choice, you can actualize anything, okay? So I'm trying, we looked at trying, to actualize time freedom, total control over my calendar, and sustainable income. 
So the point of view in total control over my calendar is that she doesn't already have total control over her calendar. And it's really, really easy to tell yourself these stories. And that's what this is. It's a story. Um, which, I you know, when you're in it, that kind of sounds like, well, that's harsh. But guys, the 10 keys to total freedom are what? First of all, essential. Second of all, study them right now. Get in my class, becoming a great facilitator of yourself, because that's going to be the 10 keys to total freedom. But don't listen to tell her by the story. Why? Well, because shit can't show up. Because your life is limited when you listen to and tell and buy your own stories. And the only stories we ever tell, unless they're just to illustrate a point, are why we're limited. Why would you tell a story about why you're limited unless you just want to be right about why you're limited, but then you're still limited. And so what's the change for that? Man, don't listen to tell her by the story. Hi, all. Hi, Katerina. Hi, Inbal. Hi, Elricky. So, So when you say I'm trying to actualize time freedom, total control over my calendar and sustainable income, you're saying I don't have total control over my calendar, somebody else controls me, and my income is not sustainable. That's what you're actually saying. So, hi Bert. So, that's what you're creating. You're creating powerlessness and income that isn't sustainable. It's crazy, because it, on the surface, if you didn't really look into it, you'd think, well no, what I'm saying is that blah blah, anyway. So, so, the, 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 the shit that's showing up in your life are the symptoms of what you're actually asking for and actually choosing, okay? And that's why I think life, like, life is such a gift. You just get to look around and kind of go, well, this is interesting. You just take stock and go, well, shit, you know, I feel powerless and, you know, I, I feel like I don't have any choice and, and that's all really interesting. Is any of that true? Is it real? Okay. Um, it seems like I believe that a job is the only way for sustainable income. I mean, the other there's so much in this two sentences. Do you guys see that? Like, I could talk for two hours on this one sentence. It seems that I believe, okay, that a job is the only way for sustainable income. I'd have Lila look at like, what is what does sustainable income mean to you? Is is it even a reality? Right? Is is that what does it mean? Is it even a reality? And is, is there somewhere in your world, and I know I've done this a lot of times, where like the sustainable income fairy is just going to kind of like come down and like grant you this thing that you can't seem to figure out because you've decided this other thing, you know? How is, so break it apart for yourself. Why? Because you can't actualize this if you don't even know what you mean. And most of the time um, when we are not getting what it is we say we want, we don't know what we mean. We're, we're just doing rote or we're doing things that, saying things and being things that we've always said or we've heard said and, um, <laughs> thank you. So, um, that distracted me, I like it. <laughs> Hi, Hannah. <laughs> so anyway, um, so that's that example. There's like so much in there. I could literally do the whole show on that one thing. But the, the bigger point of all of this is to look at where you're, if things aren't showing up, you want to look at where you're functioning from. That is one of the secrets. Okay. Choice creates. That's it. I mean, if you want the, the top secret to actualizing anything, choose it. That is actually the top secret. <laughs> the, the, I'm going to say the problem is that we choose it, but then not really, and then we doubt, and then we go into distractor implants of like fear and, and doubt, and then business and relationship, and so then we destroy it that way, and then we decide that there's a way we should do it, and so that destroys it, and right, so we don't actually, we're not functioning from question, 
And for anything to show up greater than you could possibly imagine, it takes a question, like what would it take for this to show up or greater? And, and no matter what it takes, I'll be and do whatever the fuck it takes for this to occur with ease. Guess what can, sh guess what can happen? Anything, anything you're that energy with can happen, right? And it can show up greater than you could possibly imagine in a way that will surprise you and delight you. So I'm gonna go on to the next one just because I could spend five more hours on that. <laughs> okay, Bronnie wrote in and she wrote, I can't wait for your live, I'm really grateful. I'm really grateful, thank you. And she goes, a lot has been showing up in the past weeks which I've been so amazed by and grateful for. I got a free half a tank of fuel last week and was paid extra today to the exact amount I needed to put back into my 10% account. And here's the but, okay? But today, it's like everything hit the fucking shit fan. Flat tire, my car broke down, rent, and hectic bloody bills. This is definitely not what I actualized for. How does one actualize past the pitfalls and shitholes of what life deals us? Okay! This is another conversation I could spend five hours on. This is why this is a two and a half day class. <laughs> so this is very, what I'm about to say is like super important. Secret number three, you create everything, everything. The good, the bad, and the ugly, you create it. Now, do you create people abusing you? No. If you're a kid and you got abused, you were an easy target. You were the closest one there and the most powerful one in the room. You don't create people abusing you. However, you did choose your family. So you did create something there. And if you have more about that, you can message me, okay? You create everything. Nothing nothing happens to you. Life doesn't deal you things. It's not like it's not like life's sitting in some big armchair, you know, up there somewhere, like just just sort of with a deck of life cards, just like you know how you have <laughs> you ever done that where you're just like they just all over the floor? He's not there's no guy doing that. Um there's there's this reality of what we call need and tug, which is that desire that then tugs that thing into your world. And um, need and tug, need and, so you're always need and tugging stuff. And yes, take that every way you want to take that, by the way. So you're either need, needing and tugging in amazing things, or you're needing and tugging in disaster. That's it. It's okay. You're not wrong. You might feel wrong. You don't have to make yourself wrong. You're not wrong. That's just what it is. Like we do, like we're powerful fuckers, okay? You're a powerful fucker. So if you are discovering that most of what is showing up in your life is a lot of crap, then it's time to look at it and just go, okay, so what truth am I using? And I, I say, so you gotta say this to yourself. You gotta use truth because you'll lie to you quick. And if you say truth before it, you can't lie to you, okay? so truth am I creating this disaster yes or no yes okay well that's amazing so then we go back to the how to become money workbook and then it goes well you're a great and glorious creator like the thing to get out of that is the awareness that you are a fucking great and glorious creator if you miss that part and the only thing you see is your feelings about what has shown up then you will not be able to actualize something different. Why? Because when you're judging yourself, you can't actualize shit. The only way you can actualize a totally different reality is if you're being and willing to be the totally different reality, right? If you're being judgment, if you're being hating yourself, if you're being all that shit, that's what you're gonna pull in more of into your world. So you'll pull in people that do the same thing and you'll pull in, you'll 
that you'll need and tug more shit into your world. So, I mean, that's fine. Is that where you want to live? You know, like none of it's wrong. Um, so, so the first or first or 15th major secret is to acknowledge that you create everything. What am I creating here? What did I choose that created this is a great question to ask yourself. What did I choose that created this? Notice there's no why in that question. Why did this happen to me? Why did I do this? Why is always the fork in the road and you'll always come back? You, it, I mean, just go watch a two-year-old sometime. You'll get it. Why gets you nowhere, right? So it's more like, what did I choose that created this? And what could I choose next that would create something different? Choice creates. And most of what's going on in all of our lives is that we are choosing unconsciously all the time. Me too. And I, I choose unconsciously until I get awareness, consciousness, light goes on, and then I choose consciously, right? Like, that's it. That's how that works. So, so first thing, acknowledge you're a creator. Second of all, go, okay, so this all occurred. Is there anything that I could choose in the future that would create something different? Hi, Annie Lou. You know, like if you look at flat tire, cars broken down and rent, for example, okay? So this is, this is super pragmatic, y'all, but this is, this is how I've been starting to look at my life. These tools are fucking pragmatic. So let's just say you have a car, okay? Cars need maintenance, cars have tires, cars, cars need care, okay? You don't own a car, the car fucking owns you, <laughs> right? And if you drive it, it's a living, working thing that if you neglect will like pop a tire or, you know, stop working. Or if you, if you put water in the gasoline instead of gasoline, it's not going to run, right? So I started looking at everywhere. I was projecting and expecting that everything would be fine without me having to care about it or do anything about it, you know? And then I could feel really justified if something went wrong or something. It was very weird, very weird. And so I started looking at what would I have to actually choose to support my choices, right? If I'm going to choose to have a car, what else is required to go in with that choice, right? So I bought it. That's great. It's in the driveway. Now I'm driving it. Fuck, the gas tank's empty. Fuck, I have to put gas in this thing too? You know? <laughs> so am I actually creating my life from a pragmatic place or am I creating my life as if it's going to magically take care of itself? And a lot, I was doing a lot of this will just magically take care of itself. There was a car ferry and a, a, a past expenditure ferry. And like there was all these, I had a whole, I had a whole fleet of ferries that never showed up by the way. So I don't know if they were all shagging over to the side or what, but that, you know, so it wasn't working. <laughs> and the whole conversation in access is, is what can you create? What's actually going to work? What is actually going to work? Are you making choices that are actually working? No? Okay, cool. What if you did? What would that be like? What, how much more would you have to ask for in your life to support what you'd really like to have as your life? And that's the bigger conversation is what do you want to have as your life? Do you want to have a life where you're shocked by car repairs? Yes or no, right? Do you want to have a life where you are um, at the effect of the life fairy? Do you want to have a life where you're empowered to create anything you want to create? What do you want to have? Because there's no right and there's no wrong. That's made up. Somebody made that up. The church substantiated it. We bought it. Everybody's going around touting right and wrong. It's made up. So 
there isn't anything to really compare yourself to unless you use what you want to to compare yourself to it, right? Like you can use it even though it's made up, but at the end of the day, what do you want your life to be like? And what would you have to be willing to be or do or choose to have that? And that's the conversation of money, y'all. This whole video is the conversation of money. Money doesn't just show up because it's a good idea to have money. Money shows up because you're choosing to create with it. You know, you're creating travel or you're creating a beautiful roof over your head or you're creating glorious jewelry or you're creating, you're creating and you're having. And so money comes in to support that. You're creating uh, an account that keeps generating more money, whatever, whatever the fuck you're creating, money shows up for that. And money shows up for the joy of having all of that. And it shows up with ease when you're willing to be that. But guess what you're being when money shows up like that? I am power, I am awareness, I am creativity, I am control, and I am money. That's from the How to Become Money Workbook. And if you take the words out of that weird, you know, five I am statement, the energy is like, I am this, you know, that's it. So what do I want to have is my life, <laughs> right? Okay, nine more minutes. Let's see if I can get through all of these. So uh, Lillian took my class this weekend, amazing woman, and she's an artist. And she goes, well, what I want in my art is to make the million dollar painting that hangs in a museum. People that bought cheap, people that bought my work cheap know their trust in me was worth it. I love when people buy my stuff and tell me I'm buying it cheap now, I know you'll be worth more soon. I want all my art pieces to sell, all of them. And it's not so much about the money, it's more about my contribution to the final buyer. Where's it gonna hang? Who will see it? What contribution in their lives is my art giving them? Wow, I never said that before, she goes. Money, I love it. I love getting it, spending it, saving it. I love the smell, I love everything about it. Do you get that energy? She really does love money. I wanna create more. It doesn't have to come all from my art. Money can come from all directions, so I want more and more and more to buy my garden with a house in this luxurious and expensive part of the city where me and my family will be extremely happy. Okay, there's a ton in this, okay. One though, I do wanna point out that, did you get that energy of how much she does love money? I love money, I love the way it smells, I love spending it, I love having it, I love receiving it, I love giving it, I love, I just, I love, blah, 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 right? Okay, that energy creates money, creates sex, creates amazing food, create, creates. That energy creates, okay? And that was one of the things we really played with over this last two and a half days was that energy of sexualness. That's the energy of sexualness, not sexuality, sexualness. Like the, the kind and the caring and the joy and the, mm, the sensuality of, and the nurturing and the, that, Oh, just money come. If money was your lover, and you, a lover that you just love to be around, that would be that energy. Um, so, so that's really cool. So that's something that if you take this little piece, you could play with. Like, what would it be like to, are you that energy with money? Or are you, fuck, I never have enough, right? <laughs> they're, they're totally different. And they actualize different things. You, as those energies, actualize different things. Actualization doesn't happen to you. You create it with your choices. Okay, so there's that. Um, what I would have Lillian look at is, what does it mean to you to have and create a million dollar painting that hangs in a museum? One of the things that I look at with everything anybody ever says to me in the form of a question is, I look at what are the caveats that people are putting on things. Because if you put a caveat on something, you've already limited it. That's all. It's not wrong, it's just limited. 
so um so she so Lil, Lillian likes to do caveats so basically she wants to make a million dollar painting which by the way you have to judge to decide whether or not the painting you're painting is a million dollar painting or not and she wants it to hang in a museum okay so what I would look at is okay we got the specific of that and this is this is part of the actualization process you got the specific you wrote it down you told it to someone holy shit it came out loud um, what are the energies of that for you? Why million dollar painting? Why museum? What, is the, what are the energies that you are trying to, and I use trying, to generate and create in your life with that choice that you think is gonna give you those energies? Because everything in the world is energy, and that's what we talk about in the workbook. Um, every single piece of jewelry that you wear getting your nails done having your hair done and this is all girl examples but everywhere you stay every hotel every single thing every laptop every conversation every person in your life creates an energy for you and that's why we talk about choosing and adding things and people and 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 things that add an energy to you why because then you walk around as that energy and you actualize different stuff so my question would be like, well, what's the energies of a million dollar painting hanging in a museum? Put some words to that. And then I would just encourage her to ask like, hey, what would it take for these to show up like this or greater? And if I were painting everything I ever painted from the million dollar painting space, because I mean, can you really judge which painting is a million dollars or not? No, I mean, you could try. But if you tap into the space of a million dollar painting and you paint as that space, you're gonna paint different stuff. So tap into that energy. And she goes, I want all my art pieces to sell. Cool, I would just say, well, what would it take for all of these to sell? And um, there you are, hi. Uh, I would just ask, is there anywhere I can go, anywhere I can put these, anyone I can add for all of these to sell with ease? And choose it. You gotta choose that these are all selling. So what's that gonna take? And pock and pod, any decisions, judgments, computations and conclusions, projections, expectations, separations, judgments and rejections that you've got going about how it's gonna show up, when it's gonna show up, what you've already decided it should show up as, why? Because you're limiting it with all that shit. Why would you limit things when you could actually create from no point of view and no limitation? Now I know that's wild. The How to Become Money Workbook says that we will never create from low, no limitation. We'll always choose like sadness or stress or worry or some other interesting thing, but not no limitation. But what if you did? What if it was possible? So I'm going to wrap up here. I can't possibly sum up every secret that I gave you but what I would encourage you to do is re-listen to this and sort of take some notes um, and start looking at where you are being this in your life like where you because we all have these areas of our life where we are just so much ease with what's showing up all of us have that I don't it shows it's so different for each one of us and you want to know that about you like where am I ease with this and where do I go into all kinds of weird funky shit you know, is it with money? Is it with people? Is it with, yes. <laughs> like, is it with classes? Is it with, uh, you know, getting people and inviting people to my classes? Is Where is this? Where does this get weird for me? And what are some of the points of view that I'm functioning from? Because if you, the awareness of a limitation is the gift that will allow you to choose something else. Okay? Choice is what changes anything. 
So once you become aware that you're being limited, then you have another choice available all of a sudden just by the virtue that now you see it, right? Now it's no longer unconscious. Now you're being aware. Now it's like, okay, well, what can I choose now? And I do want to put a, a note on this that I am talking about all of this from a, from a space of interesting point of view. Everything that you're creating, good, bad, or ugly, is just an interesting point of view. It's not wrong. You're not wrong. In fact, there's way more right about you than you know. And when you become willing to start asking for that, you know, what is right about me that I'm not getting? And, okay, so this, so I'm needing and tugging in shit. Okay, well, what would it take to need and tug in success here? Like, what, you, what is success with having a car for me, for example, you know, or whatever? What would it take for that to be different? What would I have to choose that's different here? And begin creating the change. If you got anything out of this, I'd be incredibly grateful if you would share it. And I will see you next week. Bye.